What did I just say? Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Sarah. And we're Too Too Drunk drunk to to Trek. Hey, that was pretty good. Yeah, we're in the same room. We're in the same room. Guys, we're in the same room because we're both fully vaccinated. We're not even wearing masks. No. Because the CDC says we don't have to. We are less than six feet apart right now. We're like four feet apart. Yeah. This This is... This could even be three feet. Yeah. And within another three feet of us is a puppy. So, sorry in advance if you hear any whining. (laughs) If you hear the tiny little whine that she just did, it's like... It's very little and very sad. Yeah. She is safe and comfortable in her crate, um, and she'll freak out if she's anywhere else. So, there could be some puppy noises, um, just... Be ready. Yeah, be prepared. She, uh, she's pretty good. She's not being tortured. I promise. Uh, but she's wagging her tail. Sarah, yeah. she's supposed to play. She Sarah, sees us. She Sarah, knows we're here. Sarah, <laughs> play. Just play with me. Alright, so this week's episode is called Cat's Paw, which Carrie and I both think is real stupid. But we did look up, and we'll explain it later, yeah. why. Because, it like, Cat's Paw doesn't make any fucking sense unless you look up why cat's paw makes sense. Why, yeah, what they were even talking about. Um, which I guess was a thing. Yep. So, before, like, we even started watching the episode, we always, like, look at the description, and it was like, spooky ghosts and witches and goblins. And the castle. Yeah, and a black cat. And we were like, this isn't a Halloween episode, is it? And I was like, Sarah, this better not fucking be a Halloween episode. <laughs> and she was like, wait, wait, I'll, let me let me look it up. I'll look up when it came out, and then like then we'll know for sure if this is a Halloween episode or not. Yeah. October fucking 27th yeah. is what Sarah discovered. Yeah, it's a Halloween episode. This is a Halloween episode. <laughs> but, it, but by the way, not very spooky. No. Like, they did a bad job. No. Yeah. It literally is probably only a Halloween episode because... There's a black cat, and they do and mention a, trick or treat. A spooky castle. Spooky castle. They are um, speciesist against Spock because he has pointy ears. Yeah. So, I mean, trick or treat. Trick or treat, guys. <laughs> uh, we start out on the bridge, and like this is like one of the first times I think we really get to see, um, like the buttons on the panel. That uh, her is using, or it's yeah. or they've changed them. I they, don't. I don't know which one it is because I. I've always assumed it was like a flat screen. Yeah, that's, that's what it always looks like, like a flat with like underlit buttons. But this, they showed a couple of times. These are like actual colored buttons, and she's like, she's got amazing nails. Oh yeah. Also. Yeah. They're like long square tip silver, and then she's like boop boop booping. With yeah. her nails. <laughs> and they're on, like, these beautiful, like, they're almost, like, glossy gym-looking buttons. Yeah. Like, they're so pretty. They're pretty. Um, and she's getting no response from the planet, and uh, Kirk doesn't like any of this, but, for once, doesn't tell her how to do her job or ask her if she did anything else. <laughs> Are you sure you're Are not you fucking sure up? sure that there's no... Like... I, I bet there's something else you could try you haven't thought of. Yeah. Like this thing I'm about to tell you right now. Did you try that? Of course I fucking yeah. did. It's my fucking job. <laughs> that didn't happen. It Yay. was very surprising. But um, it turns out that Scotty and Sulu are down on this planet, and they haven't checked in, and they were supposed to, and, and this is just bad. And then they get a call from Just Jackson to beam one up 
Jackson also went down with him. There were yeah. like the the landing party, I think is what they call yeah. it. Yeah. Of three people. Those three dudes went down. Jackson calls up and he's like, one to beam up. And Kirk's like, one? Where's everybody else? Excuse like, what him? the fuck? What do you mean one to beam up? And he's like, yeah, one to beam up. And Kirk's like, well, all right. Uh, so I'm going to go meet him down there. Bones, you need to meet me. Yeah, he, he, I think he tells Spock, oh, yeah. make sure, make sure McCoy meets me in the transporter room. Why would he do that? He can just be like, boop, boop, keep t- bones. He likes telling Maybe other people. The transporter. Like, there's, no, he's got to put that other person like, uh, Spock, my underling. Yeah, tell bones. You tell bones to meet me in the transporter room. He's like room. a teenage girl that doesn't want to talk to her friends. Yeah. Could you tell blah, blah, blah that I said blah, blah, blah? And, uh, so, I also want to just, maybe while we're on this subject, why is this particular landing party nobody who's usually on the landing party? Uh, Like, and why is Scotty down there? Scotty's the transporter guy, once again. Why is he beaming down to all these planets? He's, he's the Starship Enterprise top engineer. What the fuck is he gonna do on that planet? Why? I don't know. If, if anything, which we have been through several times, several times at this point, Scotty should always stay on the Enterprise. Yeah. Because anything can happen. There could be a giant tractor beam that comes from the planet. There could be uh, so many things. That he needs to be on the Enterprise to fix. <laughs> that he has to. He's the only one, other than Kirk, apparently, that's <laughs> smart enough to fix. <laughs> Oh, anyway, they go to the transporter room. (laughs) I just, it's so, I don't get it. They're in the transporter room, and McCoy is in there with him, and they transport this guy on, and the first thing Carrie said was, he looks like a Ken doll. Yeah, with, like, brown hair. He he was very, like, hands down to his side, straight back, good posture, very square jaw. Yeah. He had, like, a generic face, but it was pretty. Like, he was... Like a Ken doll. Yeah, like a Ken, he looked a little plasticky, like a Ken doll. Mm -hmm. The first thing that fucking happens is he just falls. Yeah. Like timber. Like a tree in the woods that somebody just (laughs) chopped down. And it's impressive, honestly. No, he falls good. I guarantee that wasn't one take. Like, that was... Yeah, it's like he probably fell on his face so many times before they got the right one. He, like, falls. He's, like... I don't know if we've ever described in detail the transporter room, which I I assume everybody knows what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like what you think it looks like. There's, like... These round lit holes on the ground, like spots on the ground. And he's at like the one closest to the door. So the furthest from the actual like console for the transporter, he's on the far one and he falls and he like hits the ground and then rolls off the step of the transporter room onto the floor. He like falls though. (laughs) Like like he he did not put his arms out to catch himself. Nope. And he wasn't a mannequin. Like, I feel like they just were like, hey, you're our handsomest stunt guy. Do you want to yeah. play the role of this dead body? And he's like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Sure. I can fucking fall on my face. Yeah. Like, I practiced. This is what I, it's what I do. My wife is so mad about <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> so. We go to dinner parties and he's like, watch what I can do. <laughs> it's a whole different kind of dead drop. Charlie, <laughs> like, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. We've talked about this. <laughs> so embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, so, um, he has fallen, McCoy runs up to him and announces that he is dead. 
Um, and then from his open mouth? Yeah, Bones is like cradling him. Yeah. And Kirk is leaning over him. And his jaw part, like his lips part, just ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. And then from his open mouth comes... A curse on your ship. Go away or you'll all die. It's very dramatic like that. Which is a lot of this episode. Yeah, the episode has a lot of... Yeah, like literal... Ah. Literal... We'll get there. (laughs) So, anyway. uh, Intro. We are at the intro. We did it. And we get a captain's log that Jackson, the guy that had beamed up, is dead. He's just dead, guys. Um, And they decide to beam down to the planet, and it's uh, Kirk and McCoy and Spock. I can't believe I called him McCoy. It felt really weird. I almost said McCoy and Bones. (laughs) McCoy and And Bones. Bones. (laughs) So, and like Sarah and I, the, the first watch through, you know, we've talked about this several times, but we're just honestly focusing on what's happening. We don't really have a whole bunch of conversation for the most part. Yeah. The second watch through, we're like, why the fuck would they put all three of the actual in charge people of the Starship Enterprise onto the planet? Yeah, and then Scotty's already down there. Because, like, I think... He's number three. He's number three. McCoy's in there somewhere, though, isn't he? Well, I don't know. He's not number four. Yeah. Sal is. Well, but he could be number four, and Sal could be number five, because technically all four of the main people could be on the planet right now. Yeah. Yeah, but they do. They leave Sal in charge... Um, I don't know if you guys remember him. We've talked about him a couple times. Yeah. I think he was in the Squire of Gothos. Um, and then he was also in the episode where they're on the planet that has the plants that jizz all over people. Oh, uh, yeah. Because there was a muscle to saw. <laughs> the muscle to saw. <laughs> was, uh, yeah. So uh, we have met him before. Yeah. So this isn't like a stranger taking over the Starship Enterprise. Like we, we we're familiar. Yeah. But honestly, I would never pick him out of a crowd. No, I had no idea what he looked like. I was actually wondering if they changed the actor. They could have. We wouldn't know. We would not know. (laughs) He's not big enough that anybody cares. But now he's in charge of the Starship Enterprise. He is. And I think they try to do a thing. We can talk about it a little later on. Like, it's almost like he's, like, undermining Chekhov. And, like, it's almost like they want you to question how good he is at being captain. Yeah. But then he ends up just being a good captain. Yeah, he's actually pretty solid. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not like anybody learned a lesson. I think they don't want you to like him because everybody loves Chekhov. Like, you can't not love Chekhov. He's He's got a terrible wig in this episode. Terrible wig, terrible accent. Like, he's just this... (laughs) He's just likable. Yeah, he's just likable. I don't know. Like, he's the awkward kid in your class. You're like, I don't know why anyone likes him. We just do. We just do. I I don't know. He gives me tater tots. Yeah. Um, But he definitely, like, they, they kind of put him at odds with to sell and I think that's so that you don't be like that guy's actually better looking than Kirk and he seems like he's actually a really good <laughs> captain why isn't that guy the why captain why isn't to sell the captain yeah so they they make him kind of fight with Chekhov so you'd be like well I don't like that guy yeah it's a it's an interesting dynamic for sure that never really like matters but it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> nothing fucking matters nope so they're on the planet and there's a bunch of fog and Spock is looking at his tricorder, and he's like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, the weather right now does not indicate that there should be fog. There's not enough humidity for there to be fog. Like, what the, why the fuck is there fog? 
Why? Yeah. Why the fuck is there fog? Why the why is there fog? It's <laughs> a really big question. Yep. Um, and so Kirk decides to just walk into it. This is yeah, probably no, fine. This is even the <laughs> dumbest part. So fog everywhere. It's about like to their upper ankles, like sort of like lower calves. And there's enough for monsters to hide in. And this is, again, the part that I don't quite understand is because there's clearly a ledge because Kirk, like, jumps down. He, like, steps down. the fog further. Like, A, how do you know there's a fucking ledge there, you piece of shit? Because he shouldn't. Like, this is really thick fog down there. You can't see anything. And why are you going into (laughs) the fog well, you can't see anything. For his crew. Oh, yeah. He's okay. going in there for his missing crew because he's very, very brave. He's so brave. He's so brave, guys. He's so brave. Um, And I, like, my note is, walks into the fog where Jackson died. Because they yeah. literally make a point of saying, this is where Jackson beamed up from. Yeah. And where he obviously died. <laughs> like, yeah, exact locations. Yeah. Dude died here. Uh, Why don't you jump into the fog, Kirk? <laughs> and Spock's getting some life form readings. Um, and they call up to Ahura to see if she's also getting these readings. And this is um, this is where we first actually kind of see Chekhov on the bridge. And he is wearing a different bad wig than last time. I made a note of that. It's like it's almost worse. It's worse than the first wig, <laughs> because the first one. I think we discussed this in uh, when Amelia was on. Yeah, but it was like a Beatles look almost. This is like a bowl cut with bangs. <laughs> with bangs, but like they're like feathered bangs. Like yeah. they're piecey. They're piecey bangs. It just wasn't good. It wasn't great. And like his his hair isn't nearly as like bouffanty. It's not as yeah puffy. But it's it's just so much worse. But I feel like we've seen him without a wig, right? I believe that we have because I, I think we I feel would like have the first couple episodes of this season, not between three and now. This is like yes. Yeah. What is this? I nine? Don't know. No, I think we're on nine, six. Who knows? I didn't write. We down. don't know. It's fine, guys. It's a, it's we don't know where we're at. No, I, I think it's or seven. I think it's seven because we just released four. It, 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 I think it's seven, but there's no, one right. in between when Amelia was on and now where I remember we were commented that it was like, oh, his hair doesn't look weird. If it's, it's like, an apple. Yeah. Ath- it could have been <laughs> apple. The apple. Apple. You know, Sarah, <laughs> neither one of us remembered that that's what the show was called because we only called it the apple. The apple. Instead of the apple. <laughs> yeah. I was like, did we watch the apple? I don't remember yeah, I that remember episode. The apple. <laughs> I mean, we remember it. We but did. We did watch it. We remember Athel. Uh, we are on episode seven. Look at us. We did it, guys. Yeah. So somewhere between three and two, seven. two and seven. You're three? right. Two. It's two. It's two. Two and seven. Chekhov <laughs> has normal hair, and then he comes back in this one, and they were like, "No, no, 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 no. We need a worse wig. We gotta fuck this way up." <laughs> He's too almost conventionally good looking with normal hair. We gotta make him look fucking stupid. All the girls have to wear stupid wigs. Yeah. <laughs> to make one of the guys. He's, he's Russian. Give him bangs. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, so he is only registering the three life forms that are down there, which is Kirk and Spock and Bones. Um, but they're getting other life form readings. Like directly ahead. Yeah, directly ahead. So. They're like, well, that's strange. Um, and then they get, like, communicator malfunctions and they can't talk anymore. 
So, um, the fog starts getting thicker and thicker and I think it was Spock or somebody was like, maybe the fog is interfering with our communications. Yeah. Um, and then Ahura's like, are you still there? Like Spock, anybody? Like, and they can't get through. And then we start hearing down on the planet. And then I think it's Kirk goes, shh. Because he hears something. <laughs> I hear something. <laughs> My notes are just ghost noises. Yeah. Ghosts, ghouls, three witches. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Who knows what's happening yeah. here? I think it's supposed to be three witches. Yeah. Well, th- and so basically in what is very dark, even though there's no reason for this to be happening, right in front of them, it's very dark and there's like an underlit spooky witch face. And then she goes, Captain Captain Kirk. And then another spooky witch appears, Captain Kirk. And then a dude spooky spooky witch. And he goes, Captain Kirk. And they're like, I think Kirk goes, who are you? And what's my next note? And then they, they they all take turns saying Captain Kirk, and then they go, go back. Remember the curse. Go back. <laughs> go back. Remember the curse. And then they say other things, too. Yeah, it's it's really dumb. Uh, I think I wrote, uh, the wind will rise and the fog will descend. And then yeah. they, like, cackle and yeah, leave. maniacally and fade out of existence. Yeah. I just said, creepy and weird disappears. Oh, that's about right. And then Kirk is like, Spock, do you have a comment about that? And then Spock says, that was some bad poetry, Captain. (laughs) Do you have something useful? Yeah. He's like, a useful comment? (laughs) It is so funny. I feel like that was useful. Yeah. It's not wrong. It was not wrong. I, I found... I found the delivery of both lines very funny. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It's not real. Yeah. So, yeah, he says, it's not... Yeah, he says, it's not real, but it's, like, better than real because it looks real. I don't remember exactly how he explained it. Yeah. Um, But... basically, like, we... Our brains think it's real, but that wasn't there. But it wasn't there, yeah. Like, it's not on the tricorder. I know we saw it, but that didn't happen. I know what you think you saw, but you didn't. It's Um, lies. It's lies. And so then he's still getting the life form reading, so, and they decide to go to there. They're erratic life forms. Yeah. And they start going to there, and then there's a big windstorm. And guess what's in the wind, guys? Spooky wind! Spooky wind! I have to do the hand movement when I do it. She was. She's doing it the whole time. Yeah. I have to imagine it's like jazz hands, but it's flat but and it's going spooky. up. Yeah, it's not like jazz hands off to the side. No, it's raising altitude jazz hands. It's like a spooky jazz hands. <laughs> spooky jazz hands. God, <laughs> it's an obvious thing that everybody probably does. I bet. <laughs> this is fine. So, um, <laughs> then they get blown into a wall cavern drink for fake rocks. Yeah, Bones gets, like, <laughs> blown the fuck back. Like, he is... And Kirk gets blown into him. Yeah. And it's like... like, they're... they've 
they were all blown pretty well, actually. They got blown real hard. They got blown real hard. They had yeah. a good time. They, I don't think they hated it. Yeah. Um, and then McCoy says, that's a pretty good illusion, Spock. Yeah. Feels real, asshole. Seemed kind of real when we got blown. Uh, <laughs> Spock just kind of is like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. But magically, they just turn around and the fog has cleared and there's a giant spooky castle. And it's super nighttime dark. Yeah. I also want to point out, it's not like the fog was in the air around them. No. The only... It was like Spencer's smoke machine fog yeah. around their feet. Yep. Like, they could have seen the castle yeah. before oh, yeah. the windstorm. <laughs> yeah, it never, like, it never would have, like, interfered with their field of vision at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Even, like, during the giant windstorm that suddenly happened, all they had to do was turn that one way to see a giant, black, dark castle with torches, smoky moats and torches. Yeah. It was Creepy. there. Creepy. Spook- Spooky castle. Um, And so they are wondering, they're speculating, like maybe this is the source of uh, the, no, actually they know this is the source of the life form readings. Yeah, they're right fucking there. Yeah. Right there. But if the Enterprise can't see them, they try to call up to the Enterprise, they can't get a hold of them. And the Enterprise wasn't getting these life form readings. So maybe something in the castle is interfering with their communications. Oh, weird. Maybe that giant fucking castle over there has something to do with (laughs) it. But why doesn't it affect Spock's tricorder is the next question. And then they're like, I don't know. Let's go find out. And just walk into the castle. The big spooky castle. So stupid. (laughs) This is going to be fun. I think the scene is even worse because they're like, I wonder why it doesn't blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and then Kirk's like, hmm, I wonder... Yeah. I hate it. He's just like, let's find out. And then he licks yeah. your lollipop three times and bites it. Yeah. Hands it back to you with no Tootsie Roll Center. Or explanation. Or explanation. He just ate your lollipop. Yeah. Fucking bitch. <laughs> okay. Dealer. <laughs> so, um, they decide to go into this building and the door opens and there's just a black cat inside with a jewel on its collar. And it's real fucking mad. It's so mad. It's like... And then it hisses. like. I think they must have like recorded the sounds of like a cat in heat or something. Yeah, like, it cats was... Cats doing it. It, it was, wasn't a normal cat angry. It was... Well, Gandalf kind of sounds like that when he gets mad. That's my cat who's a real bitch. Like, I He's think... my favorite, just for the record. So everybody knows Gandalf of Sarah's four cats... <laughs> Gandalf is my favorite. Yeah, he's also the biggest dick. Though. But, like, if he gets really mad, he does do that. He does, like, the... <laughs> like, yeah. But also, sounds like a cat in heat, or the boy cats trying to get to a cat in heat. I don't... I don't... Yeah. That, that's that's what the cat sounded like. Like, he was making those, like... Yeah. Desperate, angry cat sounds. It was sounds. much more aggressive than a normal cat hiss. Yeah. For if sure. I, if I was, like... Even a spooky, even a spooky castle. If there was a cat in a spooky castle and I opened the door, it probably would just be like, meow. Yeah. Either it wanted food. It depends on how hungry it is like that. But it wouldn't sound like that. Like no, this cat was pissed. It was mad. Cat was not happy. Opened the door. Yeah. And so they go exploring, and then it runs away. Yeah. (laughs) And they're exploring the castle. Um. And then they're kind of, like, discussing what could be going on here. And they're like, three witches? 
A black cat? A castle? Could this be, like, Halloween? Like, trick-or-treat? This, this, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 So, um... So, they, they're speculating if it has anything to do with Halloween. And Spock says, uh, what's trick-or-treat? Like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And this is where Kirk has to go and make some dick comment. And he's like, oh, you'd be really good at it. Like, yeah. And then, like, that's the end of the scene. I'm, you're not a person. You're not a human. <laughs> you're not a human, pointy you're ears. in a costume. You look <laughs> stupid, you dumb non-person. Dumb, dumb ears. <laughs> not person. So, we are back on the ship. And Chekhov says that the captain and the other life forms, or, you know, the others, are just gone. They've disappeared. And Ahura chimes in and she's like, this is exactly what happened with the other party. Like, we had communications with them, we could read them, and then they were just gone. Um, and this is, I think, where we get kind of, like, the, the one tiny note of, I guess, like, annoyance between Chekhov and Dasal. I don't know how to explain it really. Like tension. He because uh Chekhov says that they're just gone and he asks him, he like, did you recalibrate? Like, do you need any help with that to try and like yeah. figure this out? And Chekhov's like, I'm not that green, okay? <laughs> like I yeah. can... he was like basically the cat like the stand in captain was like, um, do you need some help with that, champ? Mm-hmm. And Chekhov's like uh, I made it to the bridge of the fucking Starship Enterprise. Yeah. I'm fucking solid on recalibrating for life forms, yeah. idiot. I think I know what I'm doing a little bit. Yeah. Thank you. You can probably trust that. And so, like, when that whole conversation happened, I thought, Dassault's gonna be a dick. Yeah. Nothing else happens from no. this point on. Everything else is fine. <laughs> yeah, it weird. was just like, they wanted to introduce him as an asshole so you didn't like him. But he's not a bad guy, because I, I, and this is just, you know, pure speculation. We have not seen the show beyond here. We, yeah. We haven't even wanted to watch it this far. I'm not going to watch ahead. <laughs> yeah. But I, I get the feeling, you know, to tell, to Sal's here to stay. Like, he's been a pretty, yeah. He's in a lot of episodes, just yeah. as like, kind of like Kyle. He just comes in sometimes. Yeah. He's there. Side character. But I, I think that they don't want you to like him like him. They want you to like, know him. Yeah. But he... He's also kind of a good stand-in captain, so... Yeah. You don't want him in charge-charge, but, you know, once in a while. Yeah. Doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um. So, we go back down to the planet where they are searching the castle, and this cat is just running around, kind of following them and, like, spying on them. And then McCoy says that there's a lot of dust and cobwebs. Like, this is, like, super Halloween. Like, he's, yeah. like, convinced that this has something to do with Halloween. He's like, I'm just saying, spooky castle, cobwebs, skeletons... Like, what do you think? Maybe they have tracks. Yeah. They might not have seen a skeleton yet, but we will. Don't you worry, guys. There's the, there's enough cobwebs to imply that a skeleton <laughs> is going to come. That there are also skeletons. Yeah. Somewhere. They definitely, somebody in, in the props department was like, this is my moment. Mm -hmm. Some goth-ass, hearted asshole was like, finally. I have so many skeletons. I can do this. In my I'm closet. I'm so ready for this. For this. I'm in Sarah's office with two skulls. Yeah. Some goth-ass assholes. There is, there is two skulls in here. Yeah. Yeah. One of them has a blue moon for eyeballs. Like the gems in the Goonies? Yeah. <laughs> but they're blue, but it's, it's their blue moon bottle caps. It's blue moon bottle caps. It's on my work desk. 
Just to look at. Yeah, this makes me feel good. <laughs> um, so, uh, we are talking about how cobwebby it is, and then you hear crumbling and dust, and they fall through the ground. And it's so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb, because, like, when they, they land on the ground, and they look up through the hole, and it is this, like, perfect round corners... It's like, yeah, it's like not a circle, but it's like a squiggly line. It's like a puzzle piece, kind of. Yeah. But like, not like for children, for like two year olds. (laughs) We're like, their pieces don't have to like have edges at all. They're like, nobody wants to hurt anybody. Um, And it's like a foot thick. Yeah, it's so thick. And it did not crumble. And if it did, it crumbled hundreds of years ago and has been worn. Yeah. Like, rounded. It's so dumb. It's really dumb. Do they think, maybe they thought that the people in the late 60s, early 70s were actually stupid. Like, I, really <laughs> fucking dumb. I think that there was a lot more willing suspension of disbelief in the 60s. So they were like, oh. Well, because like. God, wouldn't that be nice? I know, right? <laughs> if I could just have been okay with this. <laughs> if, I, if I had to watch that and been like, yeah, wow, that sure. must have been super scary to yeah. go through the floor. <laughs> Oh, well, how startling. I did not see that coming. I feel startled. Apparently. <laughs> the first thing I saw was like, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> I think we're just super jaded now. <laughs> we are willing suspension of disbelief is not very willing. It is jaded. It is yeah, jaded. It is jaded. Yeah. I am not willing. It is a skeptical suspension yeah. of disbelief. Yeah. You have to really convince me to suspend it. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna otherwise. No. Um. So... Uh, they are now chained to a wall. It was like a scene change. So you don't know if they're in the same room. I think they're technically in a different room now. Yeah. Uh, but they're chained to a wall next to, and the wall is very sparkly. Like, it's supposed to be bricks, but they're like the sparkliest bricks I've ever seen in my life. It was like a Lava Monster episode. Didn't that have a lot of sparkles in it? it? Yeah, I think it did. It had. Maybe they just reused, because they were supposed to be like minerals in the walls. Yeah, that's probably what it is. It kind of looks like they made bricks and then they like, they painted them and when they were almost dry, they they put them in some sparkles and then they blew like the glitter off of it. So it only, yeah, it was like there, but it was just like a shimmer. It was, it was still really spooky. It was pretty really sparkly. Really fucking sparkly for a goddamn <laughs> for, spooky castle. For a brick in a yeah. spooky <laughs> castle. Um, and it was all the walls are that way. Yep. Um, and they are chained to them and there's a skeleton chained next to McCoy. And then Kirk is in the middle and then Spock's on the end. And, um, I don't know if any of that matters, but that's... It doesn't. That's how it was. <laughs> We're painting the scene. We're painting you a picture. <laughs> yeah. This is important so that... Because if you're not going to watch it, you have to know... What order they Sparkly were. walls. Sparkly walls. Chain... If this is torture, chain me to the wall. <laughs> that's what I thought of. <laughs> it, it was. She said She said it. Mm-hmm. This was like a... Reprise. I say it a lot. Right here. Um, so. so they're they're hanging at the walls and they're talking and like um they're basically you probably have much better notes. No, this none of this really made sense. And like even watching it a second time when I was like, Okay, Carrie, I need to pay attention in these she parts. Say that. I still don't get it. They decide that these are all earth manifestations. Yes. Fine. I do get that. But then True. they True. just like 
maybe they were trying to tap into like good thoughts, but they accidentally tapped into our subconscious and everything we're afraid of. Like, well, I think so. This this is what I got out of it, and I didn't write any of this down. Okay, but they were trying to figure out what they wanted. Like, their desires, okay. essentially. Which is more sort of like a conscious thing. Like, you know the things that you want. Yeah. Subconscious fears are more your terrors. Like, those are the things that you don't think about. Like, three witches and curses. And black cats. And black cats. And cobwebs. Cobwebs. So, for some reason, they accidentally tapped in. They couldn't get access to the consciousness of, like, the things you daydream about and your deep desires. Yeah, to get the information that they wanted. To, because I think their intention was to, like, seduce everybody into being cool, but they couldn't get there, and so they had to uh, yeah. scare them, because that's all the material they had to work with. It, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's nightmares. That's I got, what we boiled down to. Yeah, it's I got, nightmares. I got the feeling that it was actually on accident that they made it scary. Um, which we'll get yeah. into a little like they, later. They were trying to make it cool. Yeah. And that's the the info they got was the the scary shit. And they're like, <laughs> oh, no, wait, they're scared now. Shit. Don't you love the spooky hallway <laughs> with you? the cold? I mean, I do. That's probably how you could get information yeah. out of Sarah. Put her yeah. in a spooky castle with some skeletons. But the walls are sparkly. <laughs> the walls are sparkly. <laughs> and there's a cat. Yeah. There's a cat. Okay, actually, this would work for me. I take everything I said back. If you just, like, threw in a six-pack of tall boy Rainiers, she'll tell you anything you fucking want to know. Dude, and some toxic side of me is like, and bones, just throw them in there. (laughs) (gasps) Sarah! I said it was the toxic side. I know, but you're better than that. (laughs) He's an alcoholic. And which... With the (laughs) six-pack! Which... Which we... Get to talk about later. I also... We do. (laughs) I just want to point out that sometimes if you're trapped in, like, a fantasy world with booze and spooky stuff, you... It's okay to be a little toxic. (laughs) It's not real, guys. It's fine. (laughs) Carrie gives disapproving glances to Sarah. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Yes. Continue. So, we are in this dungeon, we have this conversation, and then enter Scotty and Sulu, and they have, like, very blank faces, and uh, I think Scotty has a phaser, and Sulu has these keys that he pulls out, Um, and McCoy's like, oh, they seem to be drugged or something, like... They're trying to figure out, like, what's going on with them. Yeah, they're, they're just walking up to them, yeah. blank face. They're not saying it's like... Hardly blinking is They're something. trying to talk to them, Kirk and Spock. Like, Kirk's like, oh, you guys, you made it. And they're just, like, stone-faced. Not even... Don't care. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, like... I get... It's weird. If I were chained to a wall and you walked into the room... <laughs> It just didn't even say anything about it. I that would be really uncomfortable for I'm both tr- of us. I'm trying to imagine me keeping a straight face. It's not <laughs> so hard. You guys can't see it, but it's not going well. It's no, that's not it. <laughs> I can't do it. No. Uh, like you know, it's, I, it's, I would... it's really uncomfortable, and they paint that that way. Like they're trying to like, oh, finally helps here. Yeah. We're, we're saved. Hooray. But that's not what's happening. That's not what happens. Except, uh, and they, they do make a point like, oh, they, they're acting a lot like Jackson, which they're not because they're not dead. Yeah. And Jackson didn't 
He act. actually like he well the first interaction they had with Jackson, he was speaking to them. He That's beat true. Me up. Yeah. That's that is. But he they are just staring off into nothing. They're not talking. And they're they are trying to talk to them. They're trying to say, like, hey, what happened? Like, you know me. Like, I'm Kirk, I'm your captain. And Sulu takes out the keys and he releases them from the sparkly rocks. And they lead them away at phaser point. And there is almost a muscle tussle. They like turn around to get in a fight. And then some dude in a fucking sick ass gold robe yeah. is like stop and like the room changes yeah we're transported into a whole brand a whole new world a whole new room yeah that's what it is a new fantastic guy in a chair <laughs> kind of yeah, he was in a chair he was <laughs> he has this like gold robes but they're also green velvet like he's got a green velvet triangle that goes down the front and a green velvet cape not yeah. velvet. It's, but it's green. I know it's dark green. Yeah, it's emerald. It's shiny too. Yeah. Chiffon? No. 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 What's it the seems... one that's like a taffeta? No. Is it taffeta? Taffeta. taffeta. That's probably what it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's kind of shiny. It was big in the eighties. <laughs> taffeta. Uh, yeah. It's. He is kind of fabulous. And then he has this goatee that's yeah. probably a couple inches long. It's parted in the middle. And it does like a like a handlebar mustache, but as a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like blonde. And he's completely bald. That is a statement. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good statement, but it is a statement. He is kind of a neckbeard. Like a little yeah. bit. Like he looks like he might play video games in his mom's basement. But not in like, not in a toxic way. Like he's not a bad guy. No. He's just fucking a nerd. <laughs> yeah. And also his mom super loves him. Yeah. And he just doesn't like, she'll be really sad if he moves out. So he just stays. He just stays there for her. Yeah. And he's you know what? Up. What's so bad about that? There's nothing wrong with that. No. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, I think it's fine. Yeah. That, Everyone's that's, happy. That's the kind of guy he is though. <laughs> that's what he looks like. He looks just kind of like a... Yeah, late starter. Yeah, he's a late starter. It's working for everyone. It's yeah. win-win. Who cares? Um, and he's got this emblem on his, like, it goes down to the green triangle at his chest. Yeah. And it's like a, what did you say it was? Your video game? Oh, okay. So it's like, if you guys ever played Dragon Age Inquisition, it looks like the Inquisition symbol. So it's an eye in the center of a sun with like rays coming out of it. Yeah. Um is it's squiggle rays. Yeah, the squiggle and that's rays. Like red? Was it red? I thought it was gold. I thought it was just a different kind of gold. I thought there was red in it. This it doesn't really matter too much. It doesn't. It's he's beautiful. He's sparkly. He's beautiful. He's he's living his best life. He's got a wand. <laughs> a giant wand. I was going to call it a scepter. It's almost yeah. more like a scepter. It's a little bit. I think bigger. it's closer to a scepter. Yeah. It's like if a scepter and a wand made a baby. Yeah. Somewhere in between. Not yeah. not a wand, but not quite a scepter. I'm not a wand, <laughs> but not, not quite, quite a scepter. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's almost like it's a transmuter. It's <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost. If only we knew what that was. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, they see him in the chair, and he's like, they are talking. They're like, what are you doing? Like, what's happening here? What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Where, why is this thing going on? And he's like, you guys are pretty dumb. 
your race is pretty dumb. Like, yeah. uh, uh, you insisted on coming here, by the way. I warned you not to. Yeah, I you, told you not to come here. You chose to. You, uh... You're making choices, guys. Make some choices. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. So, um, they're like, well, why all this mumbo-jumbo? Why is this... Why are all of these illusions in this castle? And then Spock is saying that there's no life forms here. So, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Because there are. Oh, okay. So he's saying there's no life forms on this planet. I'm sorry. I got confused by my own notes. Yeah. The he's... planet is uninhabited. Yes. Um, and then the guy tells him, like, well, yeah, we're not native to this planet. Yeah, yeah I'm, we're, we're just visiting. <laughs> just visiting. We're on vacation. Yeah. Like, everything's fine. Um, and then the cat yells at him. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Because the cat's there with him. And he's kind of been talking to it in the middle of this conversation. And so it was like, wow, and gets all mad. And he's yep. like, you're absolutely right. I've been such an inattentive host. And so he gets up from his throne and walks over to a big old table. But also, that's how you know that's not, not really a cat. A cat's first concern would never be the strangers Other people, no. in the room. A cat would be like, you've been an inattentive owner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm starving, you piece of shit. Do you have any idea how long it's been since I ate? Yeah, or like you pet me. Yeah. You're actually kind of a dick and I hate you. Can you clean my litter box, you piece of shit? Yeah. God damn it. That's a cat. Fucking bitch. Not, oh, intentive host. Yeah, um, could you be nicer? Intentive. Intentive. Intentive host. That one. He's like, oh, my manners. So he's like, you should have a drink. And then, like, they do this a lot, I've noticed in Star Trek. He taps his little wand. Yeah. And then this giant feast appears on the table. Yes. And while they are walking towards him doing that, Spock starts talking to Kirk about the cat. And he's like, maybe it's some sort of familiar, which is something in, like, human folklore. But, like, I just, like, he's right there. Yeah. He right didn't, fucking there. He didn't leave. He's making you food. He's, like, six feet away. From, like, Kirk's, like, three feet away. Yeah. That dude's six feet away. He can hear you. Yeah. You, and you with your Vulcan sensitive hearing. No. fucking should know that. It's just so weird that they try to have these like asides. Yeah. But the other person's there. It's like, rude. It's rude. It's that's just rude. A, that's it's just plain rude. It's rude. <laughs> so, um. Uh, they all go and sit down at the table. Yeah. And all the food's there. And they're basically talking about like. Oh, the the bones things happens. Yeah, and he's like he's like guys. Or the dude's like guys. You gotta eat. Like enjoy yourselves. Bones, there's some wine. Yeah, he literally says, "Doctor, do try the wine." He doesn't offer the wine to anyone else. It's like he looks at Bones and is like, "That guy needs a but drink." He's, he's been in his subconscious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, he fucking knows that guy. He's like, "I made this wine especially for you." Yeah. I, you know, bro, we all have hard days, and yeah. you have seen inside of you. <laughs> Would you care for some wine? Drink it. <laughs> have at. Yeah. And so, um, he then, like, he's offering them food, and no one's really taking him up on it. So he changes the food to jewels. And uh, and then McCoy, like, picks up one of the jewels and, like, holds it up. And he's like, these look real. And 
after all the times that McCoy has told us what he's not. Yeah. Like, is he suddenly a geologist? He's not a mechanic. He's not. He's not an engineer. No. He's, he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Apparently of fine gemstones. Rocks. I just, rocks. Well, and this is like the first, like, you call bullshit. Because what he picks up is yellow. Yep. Which is citrine. It's a citrine. And everybody knows that. Well, it's actually yellow glass. <laughs> yeah, it's yellow glass. But the guy's like, rubies, emeralds, diamonds, diamonds sapphires. All the, like, the big expensive ones. But what he picks up is fucking citrine, which is not that expensive. Maybe it was supposed to be a yellow diamond. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Silly me. That must have been it. <laughs> yeah, probably that was, that was the one. But, like, they were like, probably so mad at him. They were just like, why is that the one you picked up? Yeah, like, God, God damn it. Why wouldn't you pick up any of the prettier ones? He, he picks it up and he like holds it up to a light that isn't there. He's like, a candle. That, that looks real. <laughs> oh, yes. That looks, it looks real. Like a real <sighs> fucking piece of glass, you piece of shit. Yeah, it's not real. It didn't look real. No. I've seen a lot of giant stones in my life. You can buy them on eBay for 20 bucks for like a hundred of them. So the guy's just like, you can take these and you can leave. Um, And and Kirk's like, no, like we're not leaving. We got things to do. Where's my fucking people, you piece of shit? Yeah. Give me back my dudes. And the guy, and the guy, uh, Kurub, he did tell us his name. Yeah. K-O-R-O-B. Carob. Not Carob. Not Carob. Not some... The shitty vegan chocolate. Not some knockoff chocolate. Yeah. No. He's Corob. Corob. And he says, this is unpredictable. You've passed all of my tests. You're loyal because you you ignored the curse and you came to find your friends. And you can't be bribed. And you're brave because... I don't remember why they were brave. Came into a spooky castle. Yeah, he came past into this, all the spooky yeah. witches. It's and a the spooky wind. Yeah, and the spooky, spooky. cat. <laughs> spooky it's cats. It's, it's really admirable. Yeah. And so then the cat meows, and he's like, "Oh, oh, yes, you're quite right. Go at once." So the cat walks out of the room, <laughs> and then Carrie, who is obviously some sort of precog, was just like, "You think that cat's a woman, and she's gonna fall in love with Kirk?" <laughs> and I was like. Well, now I do. (laughs) And spoilers, guys. Lo and behold, the cat exits and in enters a very attractive woman in like this amazing black robe thing. I think it was a caftan. It was very flowy. There's like a sheer over caftan and she's wearing like, I don't know. It's almost like she has a bodysuit underneath. Yeah. Because it does have like legs. Um, and then it has, like, where it's sheer, it also has, like, flo- like dark floral lace over yeah. the sheer. With silver. With silver. It's very pretty. It's pretty. And she's pretty. But I- she is, she does not have black hair naturally. No, she's wearing a wig. Yeah. For she's, sure. like, the first goth I've seen on television. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, she definitely, that the hair color was not hers. Yeah. Anyhow, so, she is... Very beautiful, and she's very confident, and she, like, strides in. Oh, yes. And she, everything she's wearing is beautiful. Yes, enter Sylvia. She introduces herself, um, and she's like, do you want to know what we did to your men? And they're like, well, it's some kind of mind control. Like, we all, we, we know that. And she's just like, 
um, well, we call it empath, or in your world, you call it empathetic magic. And uh, she pulls out a little tiny Enterprise necklace. And so she's she's obviously a little bit more. Did I say sympathetic magic or empathetic? It's sympathetic, is what she what did I says. Say? I have no idea. I was looking. She is using sympathetic magic, and she t- she said I had an image of Jackson, and I just decided that that image didn't exist anymore, and therefore Jackson did his life didn't exist anymore, and he died. Yeah, in my brain, I decided he died. Yeah, and he's and, dead now. And Kirk's like, you can't kill people with your brain, and she's like, fucking want to try me, bitch. And she takes that little Enterprise necklace that she's holding, and she puts it over a flame, and she hands him a communicator, and he calls up to the Enterprise, and they're like, Captain, we're cooking up here, and there's like all these alert signals going on, um, and they're like, the heat is rising, like we can't stop it. And he's like, Dasal, you need to channel bypass power to the blah, blah, blah. And he's like, dude, we already fucking did it. Just like, you know, because we're also not idiots. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's what, maybe, maybe, just hearing this out loud right now, maybe what they're trying to do is make Dasal seem like an actual captain because Kirk constantly tells them the things that they already did. Yeah. Or know to do in order to fix things. So maybe that that's a captain's job. Maybe he wasn't trying to like undermine Chekhov's Oh yeah, intellect. he's just trying to make sure that it's getting done. Yeah, no, maybe he's just trying to be a captain being like, "Well, did you try the stop button?" Yeah. But he shouldn't know as much or more about engineering than the head engineer. <laughs> like, no, no, still That's no. all I'm saying. But maybe or, that's like in the Starfleet Enterprise class, like when you're the captain, you have to pretend like you know more than anybody anyone on the else. Ship. So they'll all think you know so much. What a smart dude! And so um, he's like, "It's it's already been done. We're cooking over here." Um, he's like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna handle it down here." And he hangs up, and everyone's super sweaty on the Enterprise, by the way. <laughs> like everyone, oh. it's like they took like water bottles and they just continually sprayed their They're faces. Like, hey, close your eyes. This is going to get weird. It's going to get weird. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And so to take care of it down there, he like grabs the necklace out of her hand. He's like, fucking fine. Okay. Like, we'll do it your way. And he puts it down on the table. And she's like, oh, yes, I knew you'd come to your senses. And so the inner, we go to the Enterprise, like now that uh, Kirk has saved them. And it's, like, cooling down, and they're like, okay, well, you need to call him again. And they try to call back down, and they can't. Um, yeah, the ship is cool. Literally. Well, she does. So, Kirk put, puts his phaser down, and he grabs the the, enter, the tiny Enterprise, or she gives him yeah. it to him, the tiny Enterprise. And then we go back up to the Enterprise, now that it's away from the candle, and he's, like, not being threatening anymore. Yeah. He put his dick back in his pants and then the like checkoff comes up and he's like oh yeah we're almost back to normal temperature yeah everything seems fine now very cool um and so they're having a conversation down on the planet she she wants information from him and i don't think it's ever really been explained what information they want from humans i so this is my best guess just based on that conversation that we just had they can't tap into the conscious mind of humans. They don't know how to. Even though they, they're yeah. so powerful, 
So she just wants to, like, I think what they want to do is, like, download the human experience and she wants to experience, like, she wants to be able to, to do that. they have a mission outside of what she wants. Oh, yeah. Well, her, her mission got fucked up when she figured out sensations, yeah. <laughs> we'll say. Turns out. Turns out. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think that they can I, even, like, pass that. Like, they can't unlock the consciousness, like, thinking yeah. of humans. And I think that that's what but, they're trying to get out of them is to explain and talk about stuff. Okay. Because. Yeah. I, I guess I'm just curious, like, why are they on this new planet where there isn't life? And why are they... It's home base. It's not, though. It's not their home. Well, it's home base for them. Like, if we go to Mars, like, we're... We, like, I'm guessing this is what happens. We can claim it as our home base. That's our home base. And then we're going to go from Mars because it's, like, further away than Earth is. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they went there and they settled. There's no life, which actually is kind of really stupid. They could just gone to any fucking planet where, where there life was life. Was. Yeah. Like, life was. And then they could, like, figure those guys out. But, yeah. They just waited for... A starship to, for some reason, randomly pass by. It's really strange because they're, like, trying to get this information that they never really explain what it is from Kirk. Um, and he, they're like, tell us about your science or your, like, like trying to get a, a piece of information that I, I have never identified what it is. Yes. Maybe what it is, all they can access is, like, the lizard brain. Yeah. And they can't get anything else. And so they don't understand the science, they don't understand emotions, like, yeah. the higher level ones. They can only get lizard brain. There is a conversation later on, though, between Korov and Sylvia, where they talk about what their mission is. Well, yeah. And it doesn't seem to apply to, like, no. I just needed a clearer understanding of what their mission there was. There isn't one. Nothing fucking matters. <laughs> exactly. Um, so he's like, well, what you have isn't magic and it's not quite science. This is Kirk. So, like, tell me about, like, your stuff. And McCoy says, yeah, like, Sulu and Scotty were just cat's paws to lure us here. And this is where Carrie and I had to look up what cat's paws were. Yeah. Which, by the way, based on the internet description, they seem like cat's paws. Yes. Yeah. But a cat's paw has nothing to do with luring somebody down, like, somebody anywhere. It has to do with, like, having a person that you make do things for you. It's a dupe. Well, I mean, Jackson was a cat's paw because he duped them into coming down. Which is really stupid. No, that that blows the whole fucking thing out of the water because the whole point was they're trying to, well, they're testing them, I guess. But they were just testing them because that was the easiest way to explain everything they made them do. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's really dumb. It doesn't matter. They, so Jackson was the first cat's paw to warn them off, even though they desperately wanted them to come to the planet for some reason. <sighs> yeah. So Kirk's like, just tell us what you want. Like, what, what, why are we here? What's happening? And he's like, like, if you, they're going to send a search party down from the Enterprise because you let us contact them. And that's when Korob's like, well, actually, they're really not going to do that for you. And he, like, waves his wand, wand scepter and, uh... Wascepter. 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 <laughs> exactly <laughs> what I thought. Um, and he puts a glass box around the Enterprise necklace... Yeah, it's like this long, it's like a brick. 
It's like a, it's like they put an Enterprise necklace in, what is it? Not epoxy. What's the thing? Resin. That's, resin. Like a really, yeah. really popular thing right now. Yeah. <laughs> they just put it in. A, they like, put it in resin and then let it dry and then broke it out. And it's just like this giant resin brick with a tiny little Enterprise necklace in it. You know, not very many people would buy that on Etsy, but I'm sure someone would. <laughs> Sarah might now. <laughs> In case that ends up on Etsy anyway. <laughs> so, um, he's like, they can't get out of this force field. And then we jump up to the ship, and Chekhov's like, oh, there's like some sort of force field around oh the ship. Oh my god, there's a force What's field. What's happening? Um, and so we go back down to the planet, and once again, Kirk's like, just tell us what you want. Like, Tell us what you want to know. Yeah, like, just... Like, I don't understand what we it is. I have no idea what they want to know is my parentheses. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't know. Yeah, we have no idea what they want to know. It's so fucking weird. And and she's like, well, just, just give us the information. And he's like, he's like, no, I'm not going to give you what, it, like, obviously you wanted. I'm not I gonna... don't know what you want, but fuck you. Yeah. Like, and she's like, could you just tell us what we want to know, though? And he's like, I don't know what you want. Like, yeah, it's I have no so, clue. It's such a stupid conversation. Then she's like, well, then go back to jail. Yeah, she's like, it wouldn't be hard for me to take it out of your brain. And she's like, so you guys will go to jail, and I'm going to keep McCoy here, because he's probably the weakest. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll start with him. And then Kirk fights a little bit, and she's like, sweetie, you're next. You're next, honey. Don't yeah. <laughs> and so they leave, um, and we go back up to the ship, and Chekhov's like, um, he can't analyze this this force field that's yeah, around them. It's but not, it's it's not coming from anywhere. But it's there. It's real. It's a real thing around them. Clearly happening, but they don't know how or why or what. Yeah, and Desal's like, okay, well, we're gonna charge up all of our phasers, and like, we might not be able to break it, but we can put a dent in it. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure out how to get out of it. We might not fuck it up entirely, but like, let's just fuck it up a little bit. Let's fuck it up and see what happens. A little bit. They're gonna, uh, fuck around and find out. They are gonna fuck around and find out. <laughs> yes! So. Oh, look at her. Hi, McMurray. She's supposed to play. Dog's awake. Sierra. Guys, Sierra. Guys, dog's awake. <laughs> look the puppy. She wants to play. She's very cute. No, we got shit to do. Okay. And then we can play with the puppy, And right? then we can play with the puppy. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. okay, So, we're in the cell, and you wrote down, Kirk asked Spock, how long has it been? It has been 22 minutes and 17 seconds. Yes, because he knows exactly how long it's been. Um, and he's like, all these things are familiar to you. Like, this is very much a human experience, like universal human myths. Um, and then this is kind of where they decide that they, they made a mistake on tapping into the subconscious. Yeah. It seems like Korob was really puzzled by the fact, by all of, like, our reactions to this. Like, he thought we were going to have different reactions. Um, like he was meant yeah. to show us something else to get whatever information they want. Yeah, this did not work <laughs> at all. Like yeah. I planned. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I gave them all the cobwebs and spooky ghosts <laughs> and witches, and they're just being really weird about it, and it, I don't get it. It turns out that they weren't trying to appeal to me and my friend Susan. <laughs> no, not exclusively. No. They didn't rent a cabin in the middle of the woods hoping for a werewolf to maybe not come kill them. Or ghosts. Who knows? Who knows? 
things. That's not what happened at all. <laughs> yeah, so, like, they're not getting the information they want. This would work on me. I stand by it again. I would have been like, what do you need to know? Yeah. Will, is there a Ouija board? <laughs> Can you just explain it? Yeah. Just once. Explain the yeah. information you're looking for. Because they're like, tell us what we want to know. And I'm like, what do you want to know? Yeah, actually, like, put it in words. Yeah. Like, stop doing this, like, weird riddle pantomime shit. Yeah. Put it in fucking words. Because I don't know. I'll get it. I don't know what it is. Um, so, they obviously meant to show something else to get the information that they wanted. Um, and they're like, they must be, like, totally alien. Whatever yeah. they are must be totally alien because they can't they even... They don't get us what-so-fucking-ever. Yeah, they obviously don't understand because we're in a spooky castle right now with glittery walls. Yeah. Um... Maybe they understand a little, but they're just not quite hitting the mark. <laughs> they're just missing a lot <laughs> yes. of mark. Why? Well, I think that they accidentally tapped into Sarah's subconscious. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in walks a brainwashed Bones, and Kirk's just like, ah, Bones, like, come on. Dang it. And so Sulu. You're like my best friend. Yeah. Sulu unlocks Kirk, and then Bones, like, manhandles him and pushes him towards the door. And, like, he's obviously brainwashed now, and everybody's sad. And he's like, you know me. We're buddies. And Bones is like, fuck you, bitch. Um, and then we go to a scene where Korov and Sylvia are fighting. And this is how I know that they, there's some sort of plot point that I'm still missing. <laughs> it's all I know. Because Korov's, like... Like, this isn't what we're supposed to do. This isn't our mission. And she says, um, I'm not a puppet like you. And he's like, no, you're a traitor. And she's like, um, no, I've just figured out what it's like to feel and, like, touch. And I, I love yeah. luxury and sensation. Exactly. That's she's what like, I'm all about. I don't intend to leave this now. Like, it's, it's like I got a magical wand that let me just live this beautiful goth life. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, no, this is where I live now. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, they're supposed to be, they're because they're from a different galaxy. We kind of established that earlier, which we didn't really say, because they are totally alien Totally alien. And I think what they're supposed to be doing is, like, going to other planets and taking over their technology maybe like that's why they're pressing them about their science it's like maybe they're supposed to be inquisitive but like dude if you can get into the brains of people uh, you yeah don't, you don't need you our don't technology need our te yeah not us well and the other thing is um he says like we need like we owe a duty to the old ones um and we're we're torturing these people and that's not what we're supposed to be doing and she's just like, oh, no, I also kind of like that, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that that's not what we're supposed to do, but we're really, I'm really good at it. But I actually, turns out, really like also doing yeah, that. I'm super into it, <laughs> yeah. so. So, Corinth's like, this, everything's wrong, and she's like, no, everything's right. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, this is awesome. So, he leaves, um, and... Kirk comes in. Bones brings yeah. Kirk's in. Kirk's, Kirk's, Kirk's in. Kirk's in. Kirk brings Kirk's in. Yeah. Um, so they come in, and the Sylvia's like, all right, uh, everybody leave. Kirk's staying with me. Y'all get the fuck out. I got I got some things to talk to yeah. him about. Like, 
real professional stuff. Yeah, I've got some things I want a sensation with him. Talk, talk. Talk to him to about. Say, to say. To say. Not sensation. Not to, to say. To say to him. And, like, they almost immediately start making out. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking the, gross. It's actually grosser before they even make out because she starts kind of talking to him about what she wants and he's like, he, she says that she just took their mind. She didn't do any damage to them. And he's yeah. like, someone call that damage. And he's like, you should have compassion. You're a woman. Yeah. Not, you should have compassion because you're a person. A sentient being. Like, yeah. No, that's not sentient. You're a woman. You're a woman. Women, women who only have vaginas, according to Kirk, I'm sure, and present... In obviously, yeah, like very feminine form. Yeah, like only them should be compassionate. Yeah, which you know what kind of tracks with Kirk, but that's like I just hate it. You're a woman. Yeah. You should have compassion. Everybody should have compassion. Every, by the way, guys, everyone. And this is going to come as a shock to some, but it should not matter what your genitals are if you have compassion or not. Yeah, like that doesn't that has or no your, bearing your gender identity. Should no have bearing. nothing to do. No bearing. No. On compassion. You're, you should have compassion. Just period. Should exist. The end. So he, then he starts seducing her because he's realizing that she's super into like feelings and touching. And he's like rubbing his hands on her shoulders. Yeah, he like starts like just touching her shoulders and like it looks so uncomfortable. He's caressing her. Nobody looks like they're having like Kirk doesn't even look like he's enjoying it. No, Kirk does. She does. But she I mean, <laughs> but she seems like she's enjoying it like a porn star. Like she's oh, not yeah. she's not she's actually enjoying it. She's, she's acting. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like she does not like I don't know. Like it did not feel natural. None of the connections that were made felt right. Like it's no. so weird. And he's like touching, like patting her shoulder. And touching her face and turning her face towards his. Which I fucking hate. I fucking hate it when somebody like because she's like kind of looking away from him. Yeah. And he's behind her. And so he grabs her face and you can see like his finger indents in her face and he like whips her jaw towards his face and it's I I hate it. No, I don't like it either. It's it, so hyper masculine. It yeah. And like <clears throat> I don't want to say that it's like it's a little triggering, but it's not like like she's into it. Like yeah. you definitely later on get the point that at least the character is into oh, it. Oh yeah. The character, I think the actress was like oh. Just get through this. Get, just get through this. Just get through this. Uh, this is the worst job I've Maybe ever had. Maybe you'll be a star someday. This is how you start. This yeah, is how you this start. This is going to be But fine. it definitely, like, it, again, the whole thing does not, it doesn't feel yeah. like she's having, like, her character's having a great time. The actress doesn't look like she's having a great time. Kirk is being hyper-masculine, and there's a lot of, like, awkward... Grabbing. Grabbing and caressing. But it's not, like, the nice, soft caressing. No, like, it's... It's not gentle face touches or gentle... Everything's very, like... <sighs> grabby. Yeah, so... Hated it. Yeah, I hated it, too. He's like, well, what about Korob? And she's like, he's weak. Um, why do I find you so different than Also, Korob is watching this whole time. Yeah, Korob's creepily watching from behind we, the screen. We keep seeing, and I don't know exactly when, but he's, like, poking, like... They flash to him. It's like a door with 
things cut out of it. Yeah. And it's just his face through this, like, hole. And I just think... angrily watching. Kirk knows he's there. Yeah. Because he, like, looks at it very directly at one point. Um, and he's like, well, why don't you just probe my mind and find out why you find me so different? And she's like, no, not you. I want you to join willingly. And um, he's like, if I go along with it. And he starts, like, smooching on her. And my note's just, like, gross, 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 gross. Yeah. Mine was gross with, like, 12 S's. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Gross. And... He's like says something about her being a beautiful woman. She's like, "You find me beautiful because apparently that's the only way that anybody gets validation is validation from, from a man finding them beautiful." Yep, I guess. Um, and she's like, "I can be any woman," and this is where this is. Scene. This is probably actually the best scene of the whole fucking you get, show. You get some looks here. She serves up some looks. Amazing. She already looked great. But then the first thing she does is she's like, I can look like any woman. And she, like, transforms into this woman. She's wearing a blonde wig now. Um, with, with, like, a, a high head pony and her hair's up. And she's not, like, platinum blonde like Janice was. She's, like, a honey blonde. Yeah, and it's, like, a beret down the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's wearing, like, this suit. I don't remember what color it was. It's black. Is the, it? The outside is black. There's a cape and, like, a pantsuit. But, like, of the cape... The undercolor is, like, this golden floral. floral. And she, like, whips the cape off to the side. Yeah, she whips it. And, like, strikes. Steps, she steps back. And strikes a pose. Yeah. And she looks fucking on point. It's amazing. And, like, the suit that she's wearing, the pantsuit part of it, is, like, two strips that go over, like, her boobs. Yeah. Um, and there's, like, a little bit of, like, uh, midriff showing. And then it's, like, pants down. And she just, she looks fucking great and then she changes again and she's like or like this and like i believe this is sia's origin story (laughs) i believe it because she has like this really uh intense platinum blonde hair with a soup she's got bangs and this super short like very very uh angry bob it's like it's like a uh angular bob it's like Cut and cut. Yeah. Like. And then her outfit is like this pastel. It's so good. And I think it's chiffon. And they used like so many yards of this. Yeah. But it, it looks like a clown outfit. It's like. And she it's puts even, her hands on her hips and she's just like, or this. It's even polka dotted, guys. Yeah. And it's also a pantsuit. It's so much. And it's like fluffy arms and fluffy legs. With like. Elastic around her wrists, wrists and, and neck and ankles. But, like, she still looks so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. I want to make fun of it because she looks a little bit like a clown, but she looks like Bianca Del Rio like a clown. Like, still good. <laughs> I, absolutely. That's my third choice of her looks. The, the you know, yeah. three looks. That's I would be like, maybe you're a crazy yeah. person. But it still looked good. She still looked fucking amazing in yeah. it. And then she switches back to her goth look. The normal. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, still looking very good. She's um, banging. Yeah, she's banging. Um, and she walks back over to him. Um, and they start making out. And Kirk, like, this is where Kirk makes, like, basically eye contact with Cora. Yeah. And, like. Like, while they're kissing. Yeah. He pulls his lips away. And looks. And then, like. 
I fucks that guy. Like, you yeah. see this? I You see this. I see this. You see me. Yeah. Do, I'm doing this. And that's immediately when she kind of realizes what's going on. And she's like, wait a minute. There's no fire in your mind. Like, you're using me. Yeah. Um, and I also want to point out, like, they try to make it seem like Korob should be super jealous of this. Um, and yeah. he looks angry. But, like, nothing about his behavior at any point in time implies jealousy. I think he's pissed yeah. off that she's... She, being fucking reckless. Yeah. She's not doing her job or her yeah. duty to the old ones. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think he's jealous. I don't think he gives a shit no. about her. <laughs> he's... That's... Yeah. Like, they set it up like they were sort of together. Yeah. But they're not at all. And it, like Not that he, I could tell. He does storm off at this point. He's like... He leaves the little creepy hole he's been watching through. Yeah, and he, like, walks away, and, like, slightly before she figures it out, while they're creepily making out and things are weird. No, uh, when they're smashing their faces together because it's the 60s. Yeah. They're not making out. They're just, like... No one's enjoying it. No, nobody likes this. They probably hurt. Yeah. Their lips hurt. Yeah, the teeth clicked. Yeah. No way teeth didn't click. (laughs) Oh, God. Sorry, Carrie. Why would you do this to me? (laughs) But really... They did. <laughs> oh, they did. I hate it. Okay. So, um, they're, like, while they're creepily doing that, he's, like, trying to get information out of her, and he gets her to say something about tools that they use, and a transmuter, and he's like, is that what gives you all of this information? And then that's kind of where she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're using me. You, you, there's no fire in your mind. And so, and then he's like... Uh, you're using you us. You me. Yeah, you, this is, I'm just playing your game. Excuse me, bitch. Yeah, excuse <laughs> like, me. We're in this together. <laughs> you're a dick too, and Yeah. here's why. Exactly. So enter the crew at this point, and she's like, you're all going to be swept away. All the men, all the ships, and your world just fucking I am done with you. I'm yeah. so fucking mad. Now I'm mad. Yeah. So then we go up to the Enterprise and Ahura she doesn't see any change in the uh, the little bubble around them. Like it's still solid field. but Chekhov's like oh, we fucking dented it. No there really is a thing and then Dasal's like yeah no it's definitely weakening. Yeah. We dented it. Yeah we did it. We did it guys. Got we there. dented it. Yeah, we, we dented, we dented it. it. Ferda. Ferda. <laughs> um so we go back to the cell, um, and Kurub comes into the room, and he's like, he starts letting them out, and he's like, and I've, I've let your ship go. They would have gotten out of my force field soon anyway. Yeah, but dude, this like, chick is crazy. Yeah, she's, she's fucking nuts. She's crazy. So we all gotta run. He hands the communicator and the uh, phaser to Kirk, and which took us a while to figure out what the fuck he handed him. It's, they don't make it very obvious. No. And he says, here's the weapon. Yeah, she went, you need to leave before she finds the weapon's gone. And, yeah. like, it looks like he's handing him the saber. Or, you know, the scepter. Whatever it is. Yeah, because like, it's also in his hand. It's really yeah, weird. It's, it, it's, it's stupid. poorly framed. Yeah. Um, but we did figure out that it's actually just his phaser we and his communicator. We did. We rewound. Yeah. <laughs> um, like three times. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. Um, so you need to leave before she figures out it's missing. Um, and he's like, I'm not leaving without my men. Once again. Um, and he's like, I can't control her or your men. Um... So you, like, you do need to go. And Kirk's like, 
how'd you get here? Did you come here on a ship? And he's like, no, we used the transmuter. Um, and he's like, but you have to go now. So they all start leaving and there's some escape music playing. And then in the hallway, they come across a giant cat. Shadow. Shadow. It's just a shadow right now. But it it's basically took a cat shadow and projected it onto the wall of the set. So it looks like the shadow of a giant cat. Of a giant cat. It, it's. What it looked like to me was dramatic lighting for a little tiny cat. Yeah, but no, it gets so much better because they they want you to believe that it's a giant it's cat a giant so cat. much that they built tiny hallways. They did! They just let the cat they walk through. They let the kitty cat walk through tiny hallways so that you could see how giant it was. It's so big. But it's obviously... It's a big kitty. It's the castle hallways, which are... Double man size. Yeah. This cat is double man. But it's just a tiny hallway yeah. with little kitty cat coming on through. And they probably had treats. <laughs> yeah. Come here, kitty. Come here. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Kitty. They, no, they probably just went. Mrs. McMurray. Hi, Mrs. McMurray. Oh. She, thought, she thought we were calling her. Oh, I'm sorry. She I did. love you. I do kitty, love kitty, you. kitty. I do love you. Good girl. Good kitty. <laughs> she's a dog. <laughs> Good kitty. But she's half the size of a cat. So. She's smaller than all of my cats by far. So... Um, she's a solid third. Yeah, she's smaller than your. She's so small. She's like maybe three and a half pounds now. So you get to find out tomorrow. I know. I get David's gonna weigh her tomorrow, guys. I don't Ooh. know how much weight she's gained. Woo! So, um, the cat is hissing, and Spock says that this is fascinating. It's some sort of like hmm. racial memories that they're using, and they picked a cat because cats are the most ruthless creatures. Like all the way back to like. The saber tooth tiger. Like Which tracks. Cats are fucking terrible. They are ruthless. Big cats, little cats, it doesn't matter. Fuck them. Yeah. They're, they're assholes. They're awful. And so this is where we see the big kitty running down the hallway. So they decide to hide in this new cell. Which turns out to be the room that they fell through the ceiling. Magically. In. And there also just happens to be a bed in that room. Yeah. And there is... A skeleton hanging on the wall. So I thought it was the original, like, place that they were chained up in. No. And I think it might have actually been the same room in certain shots. They just... Oh, yeah. Didn't... But it's supposed to also be a different room. It's a different room, but it's and there's, also not. There's also just a lot of spooky skeletons. Because, like, there's a spooky skeleton in every camera Basically, Curb's, like, running over the door, and he's like, you need to go, you need to go. So, like, Curb... And he's, like, trying to hold the door. Yeah, he's, like, for this giant kitty. fucking cat on the other side. It's and he's just, just like, like oh, I'll keep us safe. Yeah, don't worry, guys. And so, Kirk helps Spock up, um, but then the door falls in, and... Oh, she's... The door has fallen on Corb, and it's actually kind of sad. I liked him. But he's yeah. like, you need to go, you need to go, and... He gets crushed by the door. He does. And Kirk is like, how do I save you? And Corb's like, no, you just, you have you to don't. go. There's, there's no time for this. Like, you have to go. And this is a giant fucking cat face outside the door hissing yeah, at right him. right there. Like, I, I have a cat. That cat is going to swipe Kirk, yeah. eat him, and then also fuck that guy over. He'll, he'll just bat him to death. Everyone's dead. But that's not what happens. Um, Kirk is like, oh no, uh, what do I do? And then he starts running and then he turns back 
and he grabs the magic wand. Yes, the transmuter. We don't know that yet. We don't. Well, you guys know that because we spoiled it for you. But he just grabs this thing that could be anything. Who knows? Well, I think that he knew it was the transmuter because he had the conversation with Corb that we didn't really talk about. Where he's like, this is your transmuter. That's what she was talking about. And oh, that's why he goes that. back for it. And that's why he, he then jumps up. He uses a bed. He jumps on a bed to get through the hole in the ceiling no, he, they fell through. They even do like the one, two, yeah. three, jump on a fucking army cot bed. It's, you don't jump on those. No. It was so dumb. Yeah. But he jumps up and he reaches the top, this one foot of cement and he hole that was created. The, yep. Spock helps him up. And he hands it to Spock and he says, this is really important. But then don't enter around. McCoy and Scotty and they have a muscle tussle. And Sulu. And, well, Sulu hasn't entered yet. Oh. I do have a note for that, too. So, uh, Kirk is fighting McCoy. And Spock is fighting Scotty. And they're all punching. And he punches McCoy out. Um, and then enters Sulu. And no fucking way Kirk would win a fight against Sulu. I just want to put it out there. I don't think it would happen. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. And then Spock, Vulcan death grips, uh, Scotty. Scotty goes down. And then Sulu gets punched out. And then McCoy wakes up. And he goes... Jim! And then Kirk punches him out again! <laughs> and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that that was just McCoy. <laughs> you know what it was? Bones has been on too many benders. <laughs> that was muscle memory. Yeah. There. I just have to punch him out. It's yes. the only way to get this taken care of. I gotta get him to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this again. Yeah. So, um... So, he's like, hey, look, we found our crew that we were going to look for. How fortuitous. We did that thing. Look at us. Um, and so, then there's an angry cat shadow. And and then Kirk Sil- runs back for the wand. Oh, yeah. He oh. runs back to the wand. And then, like, Sylvia slinks around the wall corner. Yep. Suddenly. she's now herself again. She's a person. And she's like, he's like, Sylvia, I have your transmuter. It's mine now. And she's like, you're clever and resourceful and handsome handsome Mm -hmm. and spock's like don't let her touch it and yeah she like steps forward like she's getting all seducey again and spock's like uh don't let her touch it and then she like stops and goes hmm and but then the room changes so apparently she still has some powers because she takes kirk to another room and they have this whole conversation where she's like, um, this isn't a game. Like, it's not too late. You can come with me. You can give me the transmuter. I can be, like, any woman to you. It could be great. And he's like, you're not a woman. And she's like, just give it to me. And he's like, fucking no. And he no, takes I it won't. And he smacks it. Smash. He smashes that transmuter. Like a flash of light. Yep. And then. Everything's gone. Everything's gone. It's, it's just, just those three dudes, five dudes, yeah, in rocks. They're all on just the like standing outside, and um, everyone's there, and they're like, "What happened? Like, where did they go?" And there's just these two sad little blue bird shrimp monsters. Yeah, they look like I don't know if you guys uh, have ever watched the or looked at the oatmeal, but they look like mantis shrimp. But with blue feathers. Yeah. They, and they're bigger, slightly bigger. They are bird sized, I think. Yeah. And they make But they're they're like slowly slowing down and um 
Spock's like, oh, this is like a new life if we could preserve it and study it. And then they die. Yeah. They just die. There's like a poof of smoke that comes out of each of them. <sighs> and then they're dead. But why do they die? But also they should definitely take the corpses. Well, yeah. One, yes. Yeah. Two, why'd they die? Uh, here's my theory. And they did say this earlier. And I, th- I could have talked about it. I don't know for sure. But they basically, that transmuter was like... The, like, their home world had all the power. The transmuter was, like, the beacon of the power. And so it gave them, like, maybe it's their life force. Like, maybe that was, the power is their life force. We're going to have to, let's distill it to that. Okay. It's got to be it. I'll, I'll allow it, because nothing else makes sense. Yeah, but so they, like, now that the, the this, like, middleman transmuter's dad... I don't think they can live anymore. And then they die. And they die. And smoke does come off of them. Like in a Spencer smoke machine. Yep. And Kirk calls the Enterprise and he says, five to beam up. And that's the end of the fucking episode. (laughs) Which, I mean, it was a longer episode, but they don't even go to like a shitty bridge shot with like... No! Kirk saying the one worst thing he could possibly say. Yeah, he doesn't even make it worse. Yeah. It's weird. It's... Um, it's very Kurt. It's it's very Kurt. It's very Kurt. It's not Kirk. It's, it's Kurt. Kurt. Yes. Yeah. It was a bit. Um. It's not the worst episode I've ever watched. No. This this again, and I think season two is convincing me more and more that this is why people, people like hold it. the nostalgia for it because I there was no like real trigger warnings. There was nothing super shitty. Yeah. It wasn't. It made us uncomfortable, but I think we just hate Kirk so much. Yeah, and like like 60s kissing is not hot no. at all. No. That's so weird. Like, just dude. Face smashing. Face smashing. Teeth clacking. No. Bleh, that's not spooky. into it. That's that, what my that's fucking the spookiest yeah. part. <laughs> that, that's probably what, like, if they tapped into my subconscious, <laughs> it would be snakes and teeth clacking. Fucking <laughs> like, hard pass. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It didn't No, I think that I think we've watched worse. Oh yeah. Um and while it a lot of it still doesn't make sense to me, I'm never going to watch it again to find no. out what happened. No, I I don't feel invested whatsoever. No, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe that's the difficulty at this point. Like, season two is definitely improving. Yeah. I still don't give a I single fuck. I still don't fuck. care. No. <laughs> Some episodes are good. I like that there was a cat in it. I liked a lot of the aesthetic. I like that Spock is funny. Yeah, Spock had a funny line. Especially in season two. He's been funny this, this whole I, time. Honestly, I think Kirk's been a little funnier, too. It's just a funnier season. Yeah. There's been parts that did make me lull. Yeah. Like, like actually. Real. Like, lull. Laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah. I went, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh a lot more about what Carrie and I say about it. <laughs> so. Fair. Yeah. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Mm-hmm. You're rad. And uh, live long and prosper. <laughs> <laughs>